This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Now, of all the things to do on a Saturday night in Newcastle in February, I'm not sure I imagined standing around the cenotaph in the town centre watching poets, singers and even Morris dancers was ever on my list really. But that is what I did on Saturday the 3rd of February. And... You may or may not believe this, but I wasn't the only person there either, despite it being bitterly cold and some snow earlier on in the day. Now, the event was called Castle Thor. Nope, that wasn't lost on any of us there. But there were scouts around, and if I've learnt anything in my life, it's that where there's scouts, there's always a campfire. And you'll be pleased to know we did all keep warm. I am Salwa and I have a small community interest company, a one-person company called Zinder's Hub. And what I do is organize things like this to liven up a town, a town centre uh, because I believe that town centres should flourish but not by adding more shops or... Uh, you know, just retail. There, there's a lot to be done in town centres, and a lot of the businesses here agree with me, and they they've helped me start this. And tell me then a little bit about Castle Thor. I know you said it's a, it's an event to help town centres flourish, but what was Castle Thor all about? It started with a post on Facebook when people were saying it's winter and uh, what shall we do and all that. And I said, well, why don't we, uh, uh, when Christmas is over, let's do something in February. And uh, a lot of people, members of the community said, yeah, I come and help you. I do this. I do that. I'm Maurice Dance and I, you know, I'll tell my group and I'll, uh, I sing and I'll tell my group and so on and so forth. And then the idea of uh, the scouts fundraising for the jamboree seemed like a good cause to do it for. So I found the cause, I found the people, I found the, even the cover and everything. It's all by members of the community and community groups. So there you are. A community can live in a town without um, money or shops. Community is a word you're saying over and over again. How important is community to you? Uh, Very important because I have seen places where communities are fragmented and a considerable number of human beings withdraw into themselves and they are depressed and nothing to liven their lives and some of them don't even go on social media and I think there is no other way to help a lot of mental illness issues and having things like this and people can come out and even come out hiding somewhere and enjoy life it's been an evening of 
all sorts, really. You mentioned a few of the things that have been happened. We've had the Morris dancing, we've had uh, people singing, we've had poetry, and we've just had um, a sing-song around a campfire as well from the yeah. Scouts. Uh-huh. How important is the is that mishmash? That sort of well, that's the community. That's the variety. I've got the, any human being given half a chance and time. You, you, you can collect a huge circle of people around you and you'll find the talents and the talents will show and this part of the world you find generations of artists and singers and it's 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 full of people and full of life but where is it hiding bring it out so I brought it out in the rain why do you think people hide uh, they lose purpose they they're not motivated. All you need is a person with a voice and a vision to, to just push people to do things. And people are capable of doing great stuff. You can see it on certain social media sites. There'll be a lot of people sitting at home and they'll complain that nothing goes on in Newcastle. That the shops are all closing down. It's just charity shops and nothing else. And it's something that I've heard over and over again. And there's nothing to come and see and do shall in Newcastle. I you, uh, shall I give you a big surprise? Some of those people were here today. They came, they saw this place, and they came in the end and said, we liked what we saw. So they are not grumpy for the heck of it. They, 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 are, they have feelings, and all you need to do is show them that you care, basically. Uh, there are actually three people who came today, and I'm very, very proud and privileged that they came. On a scale of one to bonkers, how bonkers is it putting on an event outside in February? Very bonkers. Uh, I, you, you can see I'm shivering and you're shivering, but it proved something. It proved that people can come out and do things. And, you know, on, it, when more than on a day like this, where it's so depressing, it was almost snowing, it was grey, it's English weather and and you need if, if you needed something to to just to listen from a distance to listen from the restaurant there was something happening there was some hubbub in town at seven o'clock when there's hardly ever anything happening in this part of the world so you know i hope this encourages other people to do it is that what you'd like to see next someone else say okay yes. i've seen this happen Let, what can i do yes definitely i'm serious it, it doesn't take money. All it takes is to be on the right side of people. And people are so generous and so giving. That's all you need to do. Just tell people I'm doing something and you'll get them rallying around you. And that's what happened with me. So here's to the next person on social media who'd come and suggest, right, we need to do something else some other time. Forgive me if this is a rude question. And if it is, please, please say I'm not answering that. How long have you lived around here? 14 years in Newcastle, 31 years in Britain. What differences have you seen in Newcastle over those years? Uh, Newcastle is one of the places that changes very quickly, very regularly. Half the shops that are here now were not here before, and half the shops that I moved to when I that I saw when I moved here. Uh, y- you know, it's it's a resilient town that regenerates itself.
and people should understand that you know for every shop that closes something else will come and something else will come it's just that people may not like the change strikes me you are full of hope uh yes (laughs) because you know there's hope with life i've I, i have everything to be grateful for i love this place it has potential what is there not to be hopeful about is it hard to be hopeful? Very hard. <laughs> Why? Um, because like any other human being, flesh and blood, you, you encounter things that brings you down. And lots of people who, you, you know, rather than raise your spirits, bring you down. This lady over there, the Canadian lady over there, every time I meet her, come rain, snow, miserable stuff, the most horrible family of uh, whatever. And she would come to me and say, Hello, Selva, isn't it lovely? And she taught me a big lesson doing that. Now, you know what I mean. So tell me a little bit more about your community interest company. What What is it that you, you do? You say it's, it's a one-woman band. <laughs> well, Cinder's Hub, I, when I did, found out that this place needs a lift and I saw Sheila operating under the umbrella of breast cancer campaign, I knew I wanted a name or something or, you know, some authorization. So I sort of conceived of cinders hub and my first project was a pop-up shop in the middle of newcastle selling arts and crafts original arts and crafts made locally by local people and uh, all the profits went to them apart from the money i paid for the uh, bills basically the utilities and so on and for three months it was a very nice project and I was hoping that people would pick that project up and and say, yeah, that's a good idea. Have a community hub and and give people, facilitate it for people, to facilitate it for artists and talented people to start showcasing what they can do to the world. So I had one here and I did one. I moved to Burslem. You know, it, it all happens by... Well, in in my sort of belief, you know, God directs me, God leads me wherever. <laughs> and the next stop was Burslem. And I spent a most glorious year in one of the most esoteric, glorious buildings in the middle of Burslem, which was the Wedgwood Institute, looking after the library and a couple of, uh, of uh, exhibitions and things. Um, with the help of the Burslem School of Art Trust. And when it's a shame that place is now closed and they keep promising to open it and uh, regenerate it and so on, but that's politics, we'll not talk about that. <laughs> we'll move on. And after that, I'm here, and this is my first project in Newcastle at the moment, and hopefully it won't be the last. Will there be a Castle Thor next year? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. If people want to do it, all I have to do is just say, Hey, community, do you want to do another one? And we'll see.
And community will say, yes, please. Uh, fine by me. Well, you've seen the results. I'm very, very grateful. I did tell you the budget of this thing was less than £150. And lots of hard work from people and lots of help. I had a great time at the Castle of Thor and whilst I was there, I also spoke to Wes from Black Dog Molly. They're the Morris Dancers. You'll hear from him in a future episode of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. I also chatted to Jane. Uh, she organises Food Fest. I spoke to her last year in the run-up to Food Fest. Now, she gave me a painted rock and... I'm going to be hiding it somewhere in Newcastle. Now, I'm not being ungrateful as much as it sounds like I am, but it's actually a thing now to paint pebbles and then hide them for others to find. Now, if you find one, you can either keep it, you can give it to somebody else, or you could hide it again. I love this idea and, and maybe I'll feature it on a podcast coming up soon as well. If you want to know more about it, uh, you can join a group on Facebook. It's N-U-L rocks so N-U-L Newcastle underline so N-U-L rocks on Facebook and like I say I'm going to be painting some of my own pebbles too so keep an eye out for them if you're around Newcastle now of course cultural quarter of an hour is what you're searching for on Facebook if you want to get in touch with me on Facebook on Twitter it is at cqhpod and don't forget the website cqhpod.co.uk and of course the podcast itself you can download it every Wednesday